You are listening to True Crime Fiction and we are feeding your addiction to the best of the spoken and written word in all things crime. This episode I'll be reviewing Killing for Company by Brian Masters. It is a slightly different offering in the true crime genre, but definitely one I would suggest could become part of the canon. I picked it up after watching the ITV drama Des, which features David Tennant eerily looking very like the titular Dennis Nielsen. Killing for Company is very different from most true crime books that investigate the lives and crimes of serial killers. The main difference, though, is not with the subject, but with the author. While a lot of true crime is written by former police or journalists, Masters is neither. In fact, before Masters first foray into the murky psyche of Scottish Nielsen, he mainly wrote books about philosophers or the royal family. Masters was very much coming down on the highbrow side of the cultural line. While true crime fans everywhere have been delighted at the changes that have meant following true crime no longer marks you out as morbid, weird, or a possible serial killer yourself, Masters wrote Des in 1983, a time when true crime was looked down on as a very lowbrow pursuit with more than a hint of the tawdry about it. So it is intriguing that a man with more highbrow leanings would choose to foray into this genre. He does, however, explain quite clearly why he chooses to do so, and simply put, it was homophobia. Nielsen identifies himself as bisexual, and all of his murders were of young men. In England, where Nielsen committed his crimes and was tried, homosexuality was only legal for men over 21 in 1967, and in 1980 in his home country of Scotland. The age of consent was only lowered to the same age as heterosexual couples in 2000. In the period in which Nielsen was operating, there was still significant social pressure and hostility around LGBTI plus people. And the annals of true crime attest to this. There are serial killers who specifically preyed on LGBTI plus men, like Herb Baumeister, Colin Ireland, Bruce Arthur, and many, many more. In a lot of cases, the police came pretty late to the party through a mixture of homophobia, taboo, and a reluctance from victims to go through the possibly painful public outing on top of the significant trauma they'd already received. Masters feared that a writer who was not sensitive to the LGBTI plus experience would sensationalise the crimes and emphasise the homosexual element as a means to drum up salacious interest and sales, which could, and very likely would, negatively impact on his community. Given the hostility that LGBTI plus people have and still face, Masters' fears were probably well-founded. It is probably the fact that Masters was not already immersed in the true crime world that gives his psychological dissection of Nielsen the freshness it has. The last part of this excellent audiobook is a two-hour chapter where he investigates all the psychological aspects of Nielsen's crimes in an attempt to pin down actions which to many people are baffling. 
Some people accused Masters of being too sympathetic to Nielsen. However, it is precisely this pinning down, which while uncomfortable listening at times, stops Nielsen being a bogeyman or monster around which a legend could spring, but instead puts him squarely and firmly in the category of being human. To some, that may sound like sympathy or an honour Nielsen does not deserve, but Masters does not draw a picture of a whole human, but one that is a shriveled aberration. The thing about being human is you can be stopped and jailed, neutralised and no longer feared. Whereas if you are a monster, there is never any telling if you could be defeated or not. Instead of sympathising with Nielsen, Masters strips him of the myth he would make of himself and stops him being able to appear like the kind of larger-than-life pop culture figure many serial killers morph into over the years. Instead, you see him for what he is. Sick, pathetic, weak, lonely, and unable to access the most basic of human needs, connectedness to others. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.